0: So, uh, this past week for a couple of days uh, my my parents came out here because it was the my tenth anniversary of priesthood, and so that was on june twenty fifth so they wanted to be here for a couple of days, and my dad wanted to golf so so we made sure um, we golfed, and my mom was happy because we tied yeah so but uh so it was good to have them out here. We, we went to a, a restaurant the first night, and um, the waitress came to my mom and said, uh, what would you like to drink? My mom said, water. And she said, I'm, I'm sorry, what's, what's that again? Yeah, I'd like some water. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what you're asking for. I, I'm not sure if we have that. And, uh, well, Water. And then she said, well, we, we don't have alcoholic drinks at this time. We don't serve that kind of drink. What? I'm, I'm just asking for, for water. Oh, water. Water. <laughs> so in Philadelphia, we say water. Uh, so when it was my turn, I said, I would like some agua, please. And uh, see, so yeah, we, we say things a little bit differently, but it was good to have my parents in. And uh, I thank the Lord for my parents, for, for their love for each other. I think they're 47 years married. It'll be 48 uh, coming up. And my sisters and I, we, um, we're very appreciative of the Lord for, for them. And it's through their, their love for us that we experience God's love through, through them. And that is our identity. We know that we are, we are beloved sons, beloved daughters of God because in many reasons, because of our, of our parents there. So when I was going over the, uh, the readings, um, you know, the main message of, of the reading is that the Lord is the Lord of all, the Lord of, of, of life. And that even when we die, we won't be separated from Him or from each other. He wants us to be healed. He wants us to receive eternal life forever. So I was trying to think about how to talk about that, and it wasn't coming to me. I mean, I was working on it, and it wasn't coming, but and now I can see why, because when the, uh, the Supreme Court decision on Friday, when that happened, I, I knew that I need to talk about this. It's not that I want to talk about it, but it's like the elephant in a room. If you don't say anything, it's like, well, what, what should we do, Father? You know, what, how should we approach this, this situation? So... I'm going to make it family-friendly, but I, I do have to talk about it. But before I do, I ask for your prayers for me, because, you know, the Lord has made me a priest, and I need to preach in, season, out, when it's easy and when it's not so easy. So let's, let's say a prayer for, for me and for, for all of us that we may be open to whatever the Lord wants to say to us this morning. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity uh, to talk about your love and, and the truth that you have given given to us, please give us wisdom, Lord, to speak what You want us to speak about this morning. As we pray, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, Amen. Saint Patrick, Saint Gianna, in the Father and in the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good. Yeah, I feel better. Okay. Thanks for the prayers. So, um, before I start speaking, um, this isn't going to be a perfect way to say it. Um, I'm going off script. right? So I may be able to say some things in a better way, so it may not come out the best way at times. I apologize for that, but I just need to talk about it. Sometimes life is messy, right? Even if we can't, can't do it perfectly, but we still enter into the, uh, uh, the dialogues. That's what I'm doing, doing here. So for, God has revealed to us through, through revelation, through, um, through time, and through especially the chosen people, uh, in many ways, that marriage is between one man and one woman. That's not just with Jesus Christ, but even before Jesus Christ. Um, and so it's been for thousands and thousands of years. And this, as a norm, has been, has been in different cultures for, for thousands of years as well, that many of the cultures recognize that uh, this special bond between a man and a woman, that a child can result of this special bond. If you just take a, a woman by herself and her body, her body doesn't make sense without the man. If you just take a look at a man and his body without the woman, it doesn't make sense without the woman. They only make sense when you look at them both. We hear in the first reading, in the Book of Wisdom, that God formed them, formed man in his image, formed male, female in his image. Remember Genesis. So we're both formed in his image and we only make sense when we look at each other. So. This has been a constant teaching in the church, and, and um, it's one of the seven sacraments, holy matrimony. So it's not something that we can just redefine or, or, or change just because based on polls or, or you know, political wins or whatever. Um, you know, we are Catholics. We're followers of Jesus Christ. We may struggle sometimes with, with certain teachings. We may not totally understand, but it's good for us not to give up the struggle you know, when we don't don't totally understand something, um, we believe that the Lord still works through the church, and um, so that's our that's our teaching, and uh, that'll always be our teaching. That marriage between a man and and a woman, um, but that does not ever give us any right to uh, to be bigoted, um, to uh, to be disrespectful to anyone. Anyone, especially those who um, have same-sex attraction. As the church teaches, homosexual persons are to be treated with dignity, compassion, respect. Any sign of unjust discrimination must be avoided. We are followers of Jesus Christ and believe that he has revealed to us uh, the meaning of, of marriage. And so we, we, we stand up for that. But when we stand up for something for what we believe is true, that means that, um, that we sometimes say no to other things. You know, there's an expression if we don't stand up for, for something, then we'll fall for anything, right? And so, so when we stand up for something, we have to say yes to one thing and no to another at, at times. Um, but it's not easy. I know it's not easy. There, there tends to be camps today that people pay attention to a lot. There's the, uh, there's the one camp on the one side that says um, God hates those with same-sex attraction. They're going to hell. And so people say that get a lot of attention, unfortunately, in the media, because it's easy to focus on, on them. Also, there's another camp that says God loves you, and because God loves you, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. God loves you. Don't worry about it. But there's a third way. There's a third way. And that's what Jesus teaches us. That we're called to love each other. We're all brothers and sisters. And by loving each other, we, we believe that God has revealed certain things to us. on what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what it means to be, to be married, how children are to be raised. And so we speak about this with love. We never condemn, you know, the person. We never uh, are, are bigoted. We're called to dialogue. We're called to, to walk with everybody. Everybody never put somebody in a corner. And uh, and to stop that dialogue, but unfortunately, I think sometimes that dialogue is being stopped on both ends. As followers of Christ, we can never stop that. What did Jesus do? When he walked this earth, he walked with everybody. He didn't change certain revealed truths, but he showed them and all of us love, and he does that for all of us. It's kind of like, you know, when you're growing up and your family has certain rules, right? Mom and dad has certain rules, and you may not totally understand why they have that rule. And you may think it's unfair, How come come we can't do this, but Johnny, down the street, his parents allow him to do it. You don't love me. You don't love me. Well, the parents do love them, but because they love them, there are certain rules that were called to follow because we believe that this will help you. And then there can be that more rebellion. I hate you. I hate you. Even though we know that they don't, but they're just reacting. It hurts still hurts. It's kinda of like that today. It hurts when people call us bigoted. You know, we call us haters. We're standing up for saying we believe that marriage between one man and one woman. That's that's our belief. We're not haters by saying that. We're not haters. We're called to love. Through Jesus Christ. I'm not naive. I know that not everybody agrees with the church on, on some major teachings. So let me just speak to, speak to wherever you're at. For those who were discouraged by the court's ruling on Friday and are, are concerned about the family and where our country is headed, what, what does this mean for the church as well? Will we be forced in the future to, to violate our beliefs, whether it be penalties, that's yet to be seen. But don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Have faith in Jesus. We heard in the scriptures, Jesus disregarded that report that was negative and, and said, have faith in me. Have faith in me. Don't lose hope the young girl and the woman, they were both healed because they went to Jesus or their family went to Jesus on their behalf. That was how they were healed. We have to go to Jesus. Who is our faith in? Who is our faith in? Is it in the government? Is it in the Supreme Court? Do they dictate what we believe in? When I processed in the church this morning and and when I, when I genuflected, always supposed to genuflect at the beginning, who am I genuflecting to? Genuflecting to Jesus in the tabernacle, because his real presence is here. I kneel before Jesus. We believe in Jesus. Jesus is the one who we follow. We respect the law of a land, but when it's against God's law, we cannot follow it. We're called to, to continue to try to respect and to encourage people to live the truth. For those who, uh, who think, well, I don't have a problem with the ruling on Friday, and in fact, I'm concerned about our, our church because now we're seen as as bigoted by some, and and, um, and I'm not sure, you know, can I still follow the Lord and the Catholic Church? I'm not sure. I'm having some... Uh, uh, some problems with that. What I say to you is don't lose faith as well. Don't lose hope. Trust in Jesus. Go deeper. Don't just listen to, to certain people in the media. Go deeper in the knowledge of, of our faith. Why we teach uh, this about marriage. And we're going to offer everybody tools and different ways to, to go at this, to, you know, say why, why we teach this. Because we're gonna be given an opportunity this September for the World Day of Families. The Pope is coming to Philadelphia and uh, for the World Day of Families. And this is all gonna be across the news. And this issue is gonna come up a lot. And so it's important for us to engage others in our family because this divides families. This divides communities, divides friends. But we have to continue dialogue. Don't cut anybody off. Young people, don't, don't cut off the church, even though you may not really agree with the church right now because it, it may be tough. I know you're getting a lot of messages in school in in the media. But don't give up. Don't give up because the church does not give up on you church does not give up on anybody. Our doors are open for all. We don't check at check the door. Okay, do you believe all the everything? Okay, now you can come in. No. Anybody can come in. But it's important for us to, uh, to, to truly love each other. We have to respect each other and speak the truth with love because we respect those in the end, right, who speak the truth to us even though we may not agree with them at times. Who do we go to when we're going through troubles and difficulties in our life? Do we go to those family members and our friends who just tell us what we want to hear? No, we, we, don't, we know that they don't truly love us, they just don't want to offend us. But we go to those family members or friends who truly speak the truth to us, even when it's difficult, because we know that they love us. The same with our mother, the church. So let's pray for our church, let's pray for each other. We may not stop communication, but continue the communication. Support each other on the way so that we may all realize that we are sons and daughters of God.